spanning the Valley of the Sun and all across the 48th state. This is the Gatos and Chad Show. Happy, happy Valentine's Day, baby. And happy birthday, Arizona, right? That's Valentine's Day. It's a little bit more important. All right, so you poo-poo Arizona's birthday. Look at you. How nice are you? Valentine's Day. Oh, listen to that guy. Ron Wolfley joins us in studio. He's the Arizona Cardinals radio analyst co-host of the Wolf and Luke show on uh, Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Wolf, you're joining us because the Cardinals have a new head coach and it is, is it uh, is it Rich Gannon or is it, what is Jonathan it? Jonathan Gannon. Jo- who's Rich Gannon? Why Rich is Gannon. that in my head? Is that a who's former a quarterback? quarterback? He was a quarterback? Yes. It's not that guy? No. Rich Gannon, Okay, no. so the Cardinals have hired the uh, Philadelphia Eagles defensive coordinator, Jonathan Gannon. Alright, Wolf. Yes. Um, Right in front of me, I'm looking at uh, the list that I've had for the last few weeks of the Arizona Cardinals' top ten coaches that they wanted, and um, he's not on it. <laughs> Wolf, is this like their 13th pick? No, as a matter of fact. No? I, I have a sneaky suspicion this is the guy they were targeting all no. along. Yeah, I do. There's evidence there. Really? Albert Breer actually reported on this last night mm. a little bit that maybe Jonathan Gannon, and this is the way you would do it, if in fact you were trying to keep a name secret, okay. this is exactly the way that you would do it. Or... Because, what? Or nobody wanted to come and coach this team, and he's their 13th selection. Yeah, yeah. listen, I'm not saying that he was their first. I'm not. He might be. I don't know. But I will tell you, I like the hire, and I like the hire for three reasons. All right. Number one, he's a defensive-minded head coach. Mm. That's good. That's important to me because who's he going to be working with? Not Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray. No, he's going to be working with Kyler Murray. That gives him built-in separation immediately. I'm the head coach. You're the you're the quarterback. You do what I tell you to do. You're intense today, Wolf. I'm just saying. I like that. Okay, number two. Number two is the fact that he comes from an offense that if you were going to pick one offense in the National Football League that is similar to what Kyler Murray and the Arizona Cardinals have done, it's the Philadelphia Eagles. He understands all the schemes. He understands how this offense needs to evolve can I, going forward. No, can I cut that's in? number can two. Can I cut in no, real fast? No. No, what? no, I got to... The what? Cardinals' offense didn't work. The Eagles' offense worked. How are they similar? Yeah, Play calls? Very, very No, in what they run. Shotgun, personnel yeah, The group, Eagles go forward. Run, Wolf. pass. Eagles. Okay, I'm just saying, execution is <laughs> okay, a lot right. different. Right. Execution is a lot different than saying what scheme okay. they're running. Right. They're running the same scheme. They executed better. Why were you saying no, Chad? Because he's going to ask some silly question, and you know oh, it was, and you're going to come over and rip his head <laughs> off, and then I'm going to have to do the show for the next three <laughs> and a half hours by myself. I'm I thought I see. I was trying to actually yield to you because I no. thought you were going to have something to say. No. The third reason why yeah. I love this, okay? <laughs> the third reason is because they've got some young defensive guys that have got to get better quickly. Guys like Isaiah Simmons, guys like Zaven Collins, Marco Wilsons, Zach Allen. If in fact they they hire they they sign Zach Allen to to a free agent contract, which I believe they will, they've got young guys on the defensive side of the ball 
I love the fact he's a defensive-minded coach hmm. who's only 40 years old, who I think will be able to connect with them and bring them along because they need to be brought along. Right, Chad's got well, a good question well, here. He's, he, you know, I, I was joking earlier. He's not exciting, but he's also somebody who's the kind of way Bruce Arians wasn't exciting. People come sometimes, you find people that aren't, well, quote-unquote, the exciting hire the name, yet at the same time, they come in and they settle the ship, they turn everything around. Next thing you know, you win something. Yeah. Can I tell you right now, Nick Sirianni. Nobody was saying, oh, Nick Sirianni, look out for Nick Sirianni is, in Philadelphia. Is he the guy that cried during the National he Anthem? Is the guy yes. I'm just checking. Yeah, he's the head coach. Head coach of the Eagles. Gatos, okay, yes. get out okay. of your, you, you know what, what, honestly? What? Get out of your fantasy media guy. Oh, thank you. And just what, what go that? ahead and actually look for guys that are doing something. I'm looking. I'm looking. I'm hoping this is a good hire. This, well, uh, we all, we all are hoping this but, is going to be. And that ultimately, too, guys. Mm. That's what matters. Everyone yeah. says this is not a good look, and it's not a. And listen, if you're you're looking at it, you're saying, okay, Sean Payton went here, oh. Dan Quinn went here, uh. Brian Flores went here. Yeah. It is not a good look. It no. does not look. Who cares about the look? Just get it right. All that matters That's is the wins matters. and losses next year. Get it right, and we're not going to know until after this next coming season. Wolf is not going to like what I'm going to say next. Okay, why? What are you going to say? <laughs> what? Um, Ron well, at least he's put it out it's there. It's not going to be fantasy-based. No, no, it? not fantasy football. I'm a two-time champion. I'm not bringing up fantasy football. I know you hate fantasy football. Oh, my goodness. Ron, Ron Wolfie is joining us, Arizona Cardinals uh, radio analyst, and I love his show, Wolf and Luke. Big fan of Luke, by the way. Just saying. <laughs> Luke's all Wolf, right. not so much. Uh, no, I tease. Uh, Arizona sports, uh, the local sports leader. H- here's what you're not going to like. To me, a Cardinals fan, it sounds like, you know, the Cardinals are the last team to hire a head coach. And they're like, they're looking around. They're like, hey, that guy's still here. He just lost the Super Bowl. Let's go get that guy. At least he's here. We can yeah, talk to him. Right. Let's bring him in. Yeah, we got nobody else. He's right over there. The he, music has stopped, and you're not sitting in a chair. Is that what you're saying? Yes. We don't even have to fly him in on, on the big right. jet. This, this guy's already here. Let's bring him in and see if he's any good. The, one of the best hires the Arizona Cardinals have ever made is Bruce Arians, to Chad's point. He was the last coach hired, Mm. just like today. Jonathan Gannon is the last coach hired in the hiring cycle right here. So to me, I don't care. Does he have a catchphrase, like a biscuit thing? Does he have a good... No biscuit, no biscuit. Yeah, does he have one of those things? Because if he has a good catchphrase, I could get behind that. I really didn't. He's going to come in here. He's 40 years old. This is going to be really interesting to see what happens. What is his Again? It's Jonathan Gannon. Will you just stop it, Gannon? I know you know the guy's name. I, I forgot. Just know you did not no, forget. I got it written down. I don't think you I, listen to our show. We miss the guy's <laughs> names that are normal. What's the, what's the guy's name we miss all the time? I mean, the mayor of Yuma. Nick Nichols. Doug, Doug Nichols. Doug Nichols. What is, yeah, I've no, never been to Yuma. What is Yuma like? I mean, a lot just of get migrants come over right the border now. there. What is, it, what is it like down there? Uh, their hospital is overrun, okay. unfortunately. Right. Uh, they may have to shut down. There's a lot of uh, crossings there. Okay. Uh, Ron Wolfie's joining us. The Cardinals have a new uh, uh, head coach, and his name is Jonathan Gannon, and he is uh, uh, the former now Eagles defensive uh, coordinator. 
How you know? I don't like the Eagles. You do. Oh, I can't stand their fans. Right. Remember the game earlier this year, Wolf? You were doing it, right? I, I'm so glad you you said this. Oh, right this now. is I'm going to cut you off. I'm oh, please just jump in here yes. right now. We we had fans contacting us, of course, uh, over here as we were doing our show, Wolf and Luke on Arizona Sports 98. Big FM. Luke Thank you fan. Very much. Big Luke fan. Uh, can I just tell you, we're over there and and we're talking about this, and people are calling us, they're texting us, mm. and they're saying. I'm glad you guys got Jonathan. I'm glad you got this guy, Jonathan Gannon. I'm glad you took him away from us because he was awful. Oh, these are he Eagles was fans. awful. That okay, he was awful. This is the way a fan thinks. Basically, you're talking about the number two defense in the National Football League in yards per game allowed. Number two, number one in yards per play allowed. Number one in pass defense. Number one in yards per play passing. In the number. Number one, over and over and over again, Number this one. guy yeah. this guy put a defense together that was the best defense in the National Football League. Can I say something What now? is What is the problem? Because they lost the game and they oh. stormed the... Uh, Bingo. They, they stormed the, the, their, their city hall and they climbed the poles anyways because they're fanatics. We have a winner. Mm. That's exactly what it is. Their defense is good. You know how I know that? How? Fantasy football. Oh, oh God. I lost to the defensive. Oh, uh, the, Eagle, the Eagles was going up against the defense. Every one week. time every I, I uh, escaped the fantasy realm. Okay. Last week, we had, we had James Conner on last week. Who was the other guy? Uh, Rashad White, former ASU. Oh, yeah, right. Both of my Both fantasy times on the fantasy team, oh, you yeah, talk right, fantasy, fantasy football. Fantasy. Embarrassing. It's, uh, right. it, it's not it, embarrassing. It is embarrassing. It's not embarrassing. Ridiculous. It is. All right, do we have anything else to ask? Will you have anything else you hey, want you to know ask? What, moisten a jock. Moisten <laughs> a jock? I'm just saying. What? That's moisten what I tell people over there. You know, oh. you haven't moistened a jock in 25 oh. years. Look at me. I'm talking about I play, sports. I play softball every Friday. I'm in softball shape. I went six for six last Friday. You want to talk about moistening a jock? My jock was moist. Man. You just admitted no. you were not wearing a job. <laughs> I was Never. wearing a cup. I was wearing. Is that does that count? Dixie, <laughs> Dixie, stop it! I got to get out of here. Is this All this right. is the longest segment in the history of radio, uh, ladies and gentlemen? We want to thank Ron Wolfley for joining us, uh, Arizona Cardinals radio analyst, co-host of the Wolf and Luke Show. Really should be the Luke and Wolf Show. If you ask me, I'm just saying. I think he gets top billing. Uh, Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. This is uh, just well, please. Where's the door? I love you. Let's let's score. I can't Wolf wait out. to bring you back and talk USFL in a couple weeks. <laughs> <laughs> How about those breakers? <laughs> All right, Wolf. Thanks, man. All right, man. All right. All right. So Rich Gannon is. There. Jonathan Gannon oh, is the new. God. It's going to take some time. It's not. It is the new Cardinals head coach. If he if he were here at the station and fell on top of me, I wouldn't know who he is. I will say that if he walked in the station right now, nobody probably know who the guy is. I don't think Wolf, if they win, I don't think he's ever everybody's going to know who that guy is. I don't think Wolf is ever coming on with, with no, us again. No. Well, thank God we got couch pants. <laughs> Your little nickname for Luke. Okay, uh, so the Cardinals have a new head coach. <laughs> <laughs> Was Jonathan Gannon. 13th, thir- their thir- top, top well, 10. Or was he th- number 13? one? I don't know. All right, coming up next is Biden's border plan working. We've got new numbers. Uh, it's the Gatos and Chat Show.
Drive it home. Speaking of that, if you miss any of the amazing show, and it is amazing, you can grab the podcast called the Guest Share Show Podcast. Your iPhone, your Android. Never miss any of the awesome, incredible show. Replayed you on a podcast brought to you by Carol Royce. Your home sold guarantee realty. Realty. Get a high price selling your home. Get guaranteed offers. Go to highprice.com. Highprice.com. All right. Uh, so for a long time, we've been wondering, well, why isn't the president doing anything on the border? Okay. Well, he finally did something, right? And it was late last year, and he said, here's the change I'm going to make after being a total zero on the border and not doing anything other than allowing it allowing it to be pretty much open. Venezuela, Haiti, Cuba, and Nicaragua, if you are from those four places, you can no longer uh, come to our border and try and get in uh, through, uh, 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 what was it called again? You can't come in here and try to get through asylum, asylum. Yeah. without making an appointment. Okay. So... Has it worked? Uh, listen, I'm not a fan of this president when it comes to the border. You know, everybody's talking about, is he going to get reelected? Is he going to go up against Trump again? I don't want either of those two guys anywhere near this thing. Uh, but it looks like it's working. So at least in one month, let me read you the Arizona numbers. So when, when Biden put this new policy in, let's find out if it's working so far. December of 2022, 54,000 came over our border in Arizona. 54,000 in December, 33,000 in January of 2023, Uh, 40% decline. It's huge. Uh, It's almost cut in half. I mean, I can do the math on that, too. So is it working? So far it was. Remember, we talked to the Yuma mayor and he said, hey, you know what? For the first couple of weeks, it kind of worked. But we really don't know why. Um, you know, you and I have talked about this. Summer doesn't stop people from coming over anymore, the heat. Winter doesn't stop people from coming anymore uh, over the cold. They just want to get here. I think How the, many are allowed here legally now, though? 30,000? Is a, it 30,000 per country? It's a great question. I really because don't know. Because if it's 30,000 per country, that's 120,000. If you do that number, <laughs> all of a sudden, it goes, wait a minute here, that's 270,000. Yeah, but at least we know they're here. At least we know who they are. At least they've been through well, a background theory, check. Well, we're supposed to know they, who they were anyways, but well, they're sponsored by being here. Yes. And they can at least work here. Right. At least they won't be in the streets of El Paso yes. like we've seen in the past. Okay. So, I, I don't think it's a, it's a secret. Uh, Biden's been a disaster on the border. So let me just say this. It took him, what, five seconds to come up with this Venezuela, Haiti, Cuba, Nicaragua thing, and then not, everything is it's 40%. Is it that easy? It's Honestly, it sounds like it's that easy right now. Well, it sounds like if you actually have some sort of a plan, yeah, policy. then you enforce that plan, <laughs> right. then it might actually work. Wow, what wow. a novel idea. Isn't that incredible? It's, you know, you take five minutes to sit down and try and figure something out on the border, and you just stop four Different well, places. It was almost like they tested it with the tester. Like when you buy a saltwater tank and you put that two ninety nine test fish in it after you think it's ready. Right. Just to make sure everything's okay. Yeah. It was kind of like that with Venezuela. They did. We'll try it. And if it works, then we'll expand it to other countries. Right. And they started with Venezuela. And they're like, you know what? Maybe we should expand this thing. But again, is it too little too late? Well, I think that's obvious. It's I too mean, little too late. But, you know, the floodgates were open and, for years. And let's see how long this lasts, because there's already lawsuits to repeal it and do some other things. So let's see how long this lasts. My fear is if they repeal it, they'll just go, we tried and it didn't work. All right. So let's go overall. Overall on the border, not just Arizona. December of 2022, uh, about 221,000 came over. All right. So at, at December last year, about 221,000. January of this year, it wasn't 221, it was 128. So 100,000 down. 128,000 people. Yeah, that's 42% down. 
Um, you know, it, it does take a policy. It does take some sort of caring. It does take, you know, some sort of let me put my eyes on a, on a situation that we're having problem with and try and figure it out. I mean, at least for now, it looks like at least we have a policy uh, and it's working. And that's good for our Border Patrol. It's good for, you know, we talked about the hospital in Yuma that might have to shut down because of the millions and millions of dollars that, you know, uh, from people who don't have insurance. And they, you got it. We're America. We yeah. take care of people, right? You we do. In, I mean, you, that Yuma, the- you go look at Yuma, what's happening there in that hospital and the fact that they're worried they're going to that thing's going to go bankrupt or right. have to close down. Right. Uh, that's a scary thing because it's not a lot of hospitals in Yuma. No, there's not. No. So 40 percent decline in border uh, encounters in Arizona from December of 2022 to January of 2023. And if it continues, it's going to be it's going to be you know what? Maybe Biden can turn this into a success story. I'm not buying that yet. I've got to see a lot more. But but, you know, the numbers don't lie. No. And again, is it is it or did we I want to know how many are legally loud in here now through this this program a month? Because that will say a lot. If we're just now allowing them legally, yeah. then, you know, it's okay. What's that do for us? How's that help us out? The fact that they can work is going to be, you know, Very how's good. the sponsorship work? Right. Well, I mean, 30,000, we'll find out. Is it over a period of time? Because it monthly? You know it's very vague. I mean, yeah, I've read it, it a all, million times. The whole times. thing was very vague at times. All right. Well, we're 40% down That's good. in I'll Arizona. Take I'll take it too. Up next, inflation went up again. What's it going to do to the economy? Stick around. It's the Gatos and Chad Show. Inflation nation. Inflation up a little bit last month. It's not a good situation we're in. Uh, you know, the president is you get you got to deal with, you know, some of the stuff in front of you and some of it. You're not going to be able to do a lot. But uh, inflation was up higher than people expected. And what that does is in the short term, frustrate some people because you're already paying on average four hundred dollars more a year. I mean, a month than you were a year ago. But here's the the, the big issue. That means they're probably going to have to raise rates again. And when you raise rates again, you know this, brother, what ends up happening. You're going to see slowdown probably housing prices, slowdown in car buying, and your credit cards are going to go through the roof. And many people are living on their credit cards right now because their paychecks just aren't going as far. You know, inflation is definitely hurting. It's down from a year ago, right? Well, it's down from the summer and like, you know, from from the high, you know, 12 to 13. Where are we now? We're at six. Uh, yeah, about six. Okay, so six or seven. Well, that, is... uh, we're about probably eight and a half comparatively to where everybody else was. Right, we're still higher. Yeah, okay. you know, uh, I was talking to uh, over the weekend a restaurant owner, and you want to talk about inflation, right? So I'm talking to him, and he owns a restaurant, a great restaurant in town, and so we're having this chat, and I said, "How's business?" And he goes, "So think of a of a, a Mexican restaurant. Uh, you know, a lot of the stuff that that you know they cook their stuff with is what." Lard. Yeah. So I don't know anything about that. I just know it's probably not good for you, but it tastes delicious. It tastes delicious. Here's my point. He said, you know, a couple of years ago, a block of that stuff, 23 bucks. I said, okay. He goes, guess how much now? 40? No. 60? No. 80? No. 90? No. 100? No. It's over $100. <sighs> so it goes from basically 20 to 100 for a block of that stuff. And he told me, he goes with inflation and all this kind of stuff. You know, they're doing well, but they keep having to change the price on their menu. Yeah. And, you know, when you when you go and you fix the menu, 
by the time you get it done, printed out and all that stuff, it's time once again to fix to, it, to raise the prices again. He's trying not to crush his customers. So, yeah, I mean, everybody's feeling it. Yeah, and we're feeling it. And gas prices, you know, they went up, then they come down a little bit. Now they're getting ready to pop again. And we're not even heading towards spring, which is what? Probably two and a half months away from when we're really going to start to feel that. Come April, they're going to take those things offline. Gas prices shoot up. China's buying more and more oil. Uh, there is going to be more pressure on this. And you can, oh, we're, we're not as bad as we were last year. But last year was awful. It was terrible. Right. You know, I mean, you know, uh, I got, I saw 280 or whatever, like seven weeks ago. And I paid 340 today. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, you, you, when you go from 13%, you're hoping the only way you could go is down. Yeah, and which so, is good. So so we are down, but it's still a ton. Yeah, and we have to get into that position where we're going to have to tighten our belts. We're going to have to see the Fed put more pressure on. And they're like, people are still spending money. They're still spending money. Here's the thing. They're buying the same amount and spending more for it. Even if they're paying, even if they're not buying as much as they used to, they're still end up having to spend near about the same amount of money. That's what's frustrating because people are worried about the position we're in and whether or not we're going to have rolling, you know, recession, whether or not we're going to see another a real recession, uh, soft landing. Is there going to be that? Have we already had that? And. You know, what are we going to do about the jobs? That's the other side of it, because as we all know, the Fed wants to see people worry about jobs and lose their jobs, not because they overhired in some places, but because they're everybody's tightening the belt. Yeah. When you say the R word, the recession, that means people lose their jobs. Yes. That's what it says to me. Yeah. So, you know, some people thought we were already in a recession. We've already had a recession. There's a recession coming. Listen, I don't know. I don't know. What I do know is that most economists are saying by the end of this year, we will have a recession. But they're saying that it should be uh, the soft land should be OK. And in Arizona, our economy is good. You know, we just had the Super Bowl here. Yeah. Uh, you know, it, it did it do record numbers. Yeah. Yeah. It did. And then you, you toss in so the it's fact that it's the most people, I think, that went to the uh, uh, what's it called to the, the, the people's open, the, the waste management open. I mean, you start putting all those things in. We had massive amounts of people here. Uh but is that sustainable? Are we going to continue to see growth in the economy here? I don't think we're going to go back to 2008, but I definitely no. think that we're starting to feel it, I think, a little bit here with housing prices and a bunch of other things. And that is because we still have a marketplace where people are searching for houses because they're coming from other states and we are, we're not building them. And so you're going to have a stagnated market, maybe. Yeah. Just floating around where people really aren't buying, but some people want to. But look at Arizona. We had the big car show in. Right? We did. We had uh, the Phoenix Open. We had the Super Bowl. Uh, spring training. Uh, you know, the Pitchers, years- catchers report this week. Right, Steve? Right. Weissman is the nerd of baseball. He's a nerd. I walk in there and he will be doing his <laughs> fan. You think you're bad at fantasy. He's got a no, book of stuff. <laughs> I've got so many spreadsheets. Yeah, he's Gosh, a nerd. But I yeah, forgot they report this what's week. What's the spreadsheet on how much money it's going to bring in? See, That's and, the and I'll say thing. this, you know, all the years kind of run by, you know, run together. I don't remember the one year they started. We had stopped? a couple. Yeah. Was that last year? No, it was the year before. The year last. before in 2021. Yeah. What was the Omicron spike? Was that 2021 or 2022? I don't even remember. I think it was 2021. 2022 was the, uh, I don't know. Because I know it's We've been through a lot of we these have. things. We have. But, but there's no, there's no spike in COVID. Uh, that people are paying attention to. That are nah, worried about. A, is there a, I, we're too busy worried about the Marburg virus. I can't worry about this. I am this. very worried about that. Yeah. Don't, don't start me well, on that. It was a 50% death rate with yes, that. Yes, I know. 
Uh, but it kills fast, so you don't no, have to worry. Wonderful. It probably is not going to get out of its area because it no, kills fast, so buy, that's good. Do you have to buy more masks? Uh, There's no mask stopping that. Okay. So, so with spring training coming here, that's going to be another shot in the arm to Arizona. So it's almost like, you know, this, this start of the year with, all the, with the Open, with the Super Bowl, with uh, spring training. I mean, we've least, had a good first quarter. Yeah, we've had a really good first quarter. Yeah, we've yeah. had a good... Uh, what about jobs, though, as far as our people? If we reset our... I don't think we have. I don't think we've reset our service industry yet. I still think there's a shortage there. Let me let me give you the latest. I was talking to my, my friend who owns the Mexican restaurant. I also asked him, you know, are, do you have enough workers? He doesn't have enough workers, and he can't open his entire restaurant because he doesn't have enough people to serve. So, like, if you were to walk in, there are going to be tables that are empty, and they can't seat you there. He's closed off a small part of his restaurant because he just can't take in as many people because he doesn't have the workers. So that's something that that he's worried about, too. But I think, you know, just try and hang on. Better times hopefully coming. Uh, And really, that's all you can do with the inflation thing. So uh, uh, we've been talking about inflation. Is it going up? Is it going down? Certainly, it's not 13, 12 percent anymore, but it's still hurting you. And what would you say? 400 more a month for the average average. All right. Coming up next, if uh, the city you live in paid you to get rid of your grass, would you do it? And what's your price next? The Gators and Chad Show. Afternoons. The 35th annual Renaissance Festival has begun. Renaissance Festival lasts each weekend until April 3rd. We'll give you a chance to win a family poor pack of tickets. Visit the contest page at KTR.com for your chance to win and complete details. All right, it is Valentine's Day. So at 3 o'clock, guys, if you haven't gotten a gift for your lady, I'm going to save your relationship. It's coming up at 3.05. Plus, Chad, you've mentioned this on the show before. Do guys get gifts for Valentine's Day, or is it just always us buying the gifts, right? $26 billion spent, $25.9 billion <laughs> spent on women. That, that is not a true stat. <laughs> it's funny, but it's not a true stat. It's 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 funny because it's kind of mostly true. <laughs> all right, so in the 4 o'clock hour, we're going to call out the ladies on this one, all right? So stick around for that. Maybe um, I'll tell you how we came to Valentine's Day. I would love know? the story. It's a great story. I'd like to hear it. Uh, so that's all coming up. So let's say that, uh, you know, you live here in the Valley, obviously, and uh, you're, you're the city that you live in. They come to you and they say, hey, listen, uh, tear that grass out. We'll pay you. Remove the grass. Replace it with uh, something that is more environmentally, uh, you know, friendly or, or some sort of design. Would you do it? Because Mesa is increasing its incentives to replace grass lawns, and they're calling it, is it, is it called Zeroscape? Zeroscape, yeah. Okay, like the moon. They want to make it look like the moon, <laughs> where there's nothing there. You don't have to water anything. Yeah. That's kind Are of... Are you sure it's not Zeroscape? It could be. I read it as Zeroscape. Zeroscape, is that how you're saying it? I, I can't pronounce crap on this to, show. You know that. They call it, Z, like, X-E-R-I. Did you have it Z-E-R? Yeah. Yeah, I haven't seen their promotion, but it used, they used to call maybe it. Maybe there's a different company that maybe. does it for them. They've got a well, contract. Zeroscape sounds awful. Well, it's little or no irrigation. That's basically well, that's, what it is. So is, so is the Zeroscape. It's more desert friendly. When it's I more was desert in friendly. California, the HOA and the city were uh, uh, they were pushing the place I was staying to get rid of all 
grass because the guy, uh, the place where I stay, and he had grass in his front and backyard. Right. And they wanted him to get rid of, that most people did. They wanted him to get rid of everything, and they, they were going to, you know, essentially turn it into a, a sandbox. Well, I mean, we've got a water problem. There's no doubt about it. Uh, how do we conserve water? Uh, you don't have a lawn to water. So in Mesa, they're offering $1,000 to remove the grass and replace it with something that is, is better. That's 1000 bucks. See, here's the thing, though. They're offering a thousand bucks. When I was in California, they offered this guy ten grand. He talked to his neighbor. They offered him ten grand. They paid him ten grand for the stuff. It ended up being like twenty five, thirty thousand dollars. It wasn't worth it. How did it become? Because that sand and all that stuff to smooth it out to make it look that way. It's not cheap. Yeah, yeah. You got to replace the grass with something. It's not like you're just tearing it up and leaving dirt. (laughs) (laughs) What's under the grass? Are there there those cool little rocks that are under the grass? You you know. No, that's a good point. It is. It's a good point. So $1,000 to remove the grass. Uh, so they say there are two levels of incentives. Yards needing 500 to 1,000 square feet of grass conversion are eligible for 750 And those greater than 1,000 square feet are eligible to receive $1,000. Okay, so you could do that. You know, you could also just tear out your grass and put the fake stuff in. That's expensive, though. That's expensive. It's man. very expensive. That's very expensive. I know. It's, it's, you know, it's beautiful. You don't have to water it. You don't have to do anything to it. You rake it once in a while, maybe. That's about it. Make sure your dog doesn't pee on it, because I think it gets stained. <laughs> just, turn I, the fr- just turn your front yard into a, a putting green <laughs> and a driving range. Well, yeah. I mean, uh, so you could you can make $1,000. But you get 1000 bucks. It goes to your $10,000, $20,000 redo. It's a lot. That's not the same thing. I mean, if we're really that worried about the incentives should be bigger. Yeah. All right. So why is Mesa doing it? Just to save water? Are they going to start cutting people off like the Scottsdale mayor did? No, I don't think they'll start cutting Are you people. sure? Yeah. Have we heard anything about that situation? It's been very quiet, hasn't it's it? It's been very quiet. Did anybody die yet? Well, I don't know. They don't have water in that one part of town near Scottsdale. But do they have cell service? <laughs> <laughs> Would you rather have water or cell service, cell service. Becky Lynn? Hmm, let me think on that just a minute. I can drive to water. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I take I take the good cell service. Uh, I don't know. I'm not. A lot of people don't want to rip the lawn out. They like they like the grass. They like the winter grass. They like the, you know that kind of stuff. But and there's not a ton of it. And how you know? But in the summer, you know, you got to water it a little longer because it's a billion degrees here. But I don't know. I don't know if if asking people to remove their grass and replace it with something that's uh, you know with rocks and all that stuff if that's really going to save you'd have to make make the argument that's going to save how much water is it going to save that's right you know how and much what's water this is going to cost me yeah. out of my pocket as well you know how much water Mesa says it's going to save how much they didn't include it in the study that's so how do good, I know it's not a good thing alright I'm going to save your Valentine's Day next on you sure look good in a thing like that chat chat <laughs>